0: Welcome to the Dawning Bliss Podcast, where we help humans on their path to happiness, love, light, and freedom. And now, here is your host, Tanika Dawn, life coach and NLP practitioner. Today's subject dating long distance. Now, I know a lot of people really struggle with dating long distance. And or just simply choose not to because it can be quite the challenge. But I have always believed and said, you know, your perfect partners probably not in the same town with you. Right. We don't really get to choose where they are in this world in proximity to us. So chances are, if you are in the dating world, your partner or your prospective partners are probably all over the world. So dating long distance is definitely a thing, especially in today's world. I have done it many times and eventually got married after dating long distance for, uh, seven, eight, eight months. Um, and I can't wait to talk to you about some of the do's and don'ts of long distance dating and how they really, um, transformed and, and what eventually, right, turned into marriage, a very happy, healthy marriage. So here we go. I would say the number one thing to make sure you're doing with long distance relationship is, is, is kind of getting, having the conversation about the expectations. Right. And so, um, when are you going to be able to talk again? Right. So this is a conversation that, uh, that my husband and I would have when we were just dating and it was, you know, Hey, you know, what time this evening did you want to chat? And we would kind of schedule that. And then to, you know, like communicate about what kind of day we're going to have, right? Is, t- is today going to be a really busy day and we're not going to have a lot of time to chat? Or, you know, is today or tomorrow going to be, you know, a little bit more flexible to just kind of share, excuse me, <clears throat> to just kind of share with each other the, ins and outs of what we have coming up so that the other partner knows what to expect. Um, One of the things that really ruins long distance dating is not having an expectation or having a false expectation of what communication should be like. Um, I definitely encourage, right, you to use the amazing wonders of technology today. I will tell you I have lots of footage, uh, both film and snapshots of my now husband and I on video chats. Uh, even when it was first thing in the morning and I looked direct, and late in the evening when I looked direct, um, we we really video chatted as much as we could, but we also understood that sometimes we couldn't or whatever the circumstances were. So we just jumped on a phone call, but I definitely think that communicating about your expectations is critical, right? So how much do you want to talk on the phone with each other? How much do you want to text? How much do you want to video call? How frequent is that? Are you discussing what you both have going on? Definitely making sure that we are communicating our expectations of how much communication and what we've got going on another huge do do flirt right Do flirt long distance and that can be as simple as like a little text um, or a picture message, right And definitely do be raw. be honest be your most authentic self. It's really easy to catfish from a distance. I mean it's it's easy to catfish up close to but it's easier to catfish from a distance. Um, so make sure you're being your most raw and authentic self. As you engage in a long distance endeavor. Now, the other piece, seeing each other. I think that's really important that you make time and prioritize seeing one another. Um, it may cost you a bit, right? I, I was approximately eight hours away from my husband when we met. Um, well, we met in person, but uh, we lived eight hours apart. So we would schedule. <clears throat> Him coming down, we would schedule me coming up. And I say that like north and south. Um, and we would schedule meets in the middle. Uh, it, it was really like we, we both did the work. And so it does take two parties. And now it does, you know, uh, require some financial commitment and a viability to be able to do that. Hopefully one or both of you have the finances to travel and visit. Uh, if you don't, I, I'm going to have to think about that for a minute. Uh, just, you know, really make the most of your virtual connections as possible. Cause you can build a really good relationship virtually. I have a, a best friend and this isn't dating, but I think that it matters just as much. I have a, I have a best friend, uh, sadly I haven't spoken to for a while, um, that lived about seven and a half, eight hours away. I still never met him. Um, and he, and he became my best friend because we just talked on the phone a lot. And that was while I was single, right? He was a candidate for dating, but, uh, th- same thing, right? We, we built a true and sincere friendship over the phone, uh, over a number of years. So I think just being really really honest and raw and authentic in who you are and making sure you're showing up to those phone calls or at least and at minimum, right? If you can't show up for the phone call or the scheduled video date or whatever that you have committed to communicate that, right? Let them know you're going to be 10 minutes late or let them know that something's came up. Um, but if you really want a long distance relationship to work, it is actually quite easy um, because when we have that desire um you know, especially like to be somewhere else I, I I've joked a whole lot in my life, especially having dated long distance lots of times um about wishing I had a jetpack, right so they could just be here and go back to work tomorrow in you know their other city um I didn't have a jetpack still don't hopefully Elon or somebody will create one. <laughs> uh, but having having that phone communication, And, you know, having those conversations, you know, when we wake up and when we went to bed and and sometimes it was inconvenient. You know, my now husband really liked before work calls and it was quick. It was probably less than five minutes. But me being at that time a single mom and getting my kids up and ready to go to school, I didn't really have time for a phone call um and it was kind of a hectic phone call right like oh hey buddy it's time to get up get out of bed you got to get ready where's your shoes that right like being a busy mom um but i knew how much that meant to him to have that morning phone call and connection before he raced off to work and i raced off to my day so i i made that 5 minutes it was like I said, inconvenient best, but it really helped our relationship because he did want to hear my voice in the morning. And sometimes he would video call. Um, and then we did everything we could to, uh, you know, maybe take a small vacation together or meet in the middle or travel both ways. But a lot of what I'm sharing with you for long distance relationships is no different than having a relationship or dating in the same town, right? Mm-hmm. Having clear conversations about expectations um, meeting in the middle, all of these things are things you should be doing in a relationship that's close to home too. Um, it just is the other thing that I think is really important. And this does go for both long distance and in-person relationships is, and I think I've said this before, hopefully it's on one of my other podcasts is fact check, right? Fact check things and don't create a story that doesn't exist. And what I mean by that is, um, when, you know, when you're communicating with each other, you hear what they say. Now, don't make that into something else, right? So if they say, yes, I'm excited to see you, take it at that. Take it at their word. Take their word at face value. Um, and don't make it into, you know, more than it is, like, oh, they're in love with me or less than it is and be like, Oh, they're just saying that they don't really want me because when we get in that space in between our fun connection or whatever, and, and we're not able to see what the other person's doing, thinking, feeling, you know, we're not able to, to be a part of their world. You know, we can get really insecure. And I see this happen all the time and it's definitely happened um for me and my relationships, both close and long distance. So When we don't know what's going on, we tend to make these stories up. So fact check it, you know, and and what I mean by that is you don't need to do any research. Just rely on what they've said to you. And now I can't make people be honest and neither can you. So is it possible that they're being dishonest? Yes, but... This is what they've said. I want you to take it at face value and not create a different story than the reality that exists. And like I said, that goes both ways. Don't make it more than it is. And don't try to, you know, self sabotage to make it less than it is either. Neither of those things are going to help you. Um, because what, what will happen, right? Is, and I've seen this happen so many times on, Let's say the guy's end. I mean, I've also done this, right? Where I way over romanticized the, the budding relationship and I made it out to be so much more than it was, or right? The guy that I was chatting with and, and getting to know made it out to be so much more than it was. And then, you know, when when the reality hit, we'll call it when the reality hit that it wasn't this fabricated way more than it was story, that it was just a seeing if we even liked each other, um, that, that came hard, right? That was a hard blow. That was a wrecking ball for sure. Um, wrecking ball for emotions, wrecking ball for other things. You know, I, I would years ago get really excited about dating somebody and tell everybody, you know, I met somebody and he's super great and I'm going to marry this guy and da, da 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 and um meanwhile he's chatting with like eight other women and I don't even have my name in his phone, right? I'm not that important to him, but I over-romanticized the story and made it something it wasn't and then I was crushed, right? And then I had this like weird embarrassing conversation with everybody that well i guess i wasn't gonna marry him um and, and guys have done this too right like where i'm i'm flirting with them and i really like them and they're getting excited and thinking about buying a ring and i'm like one foot out the door because some of the conversation we we, we had had were in alignment with what i wanted big picture so they had over romanticized the information I was giving. And so I just really want to caution you not to create something that doesn't exist. Fact check it, right? Have a reality check. What is it really? What have they said? What have you said? What is it really, right? If you were to write it down on paper and remove emotion from it, what is it really? Um, And I'm not saying don't get swept up in the emotion. Enjoy that. Just don't make it more or less than it is because that can be really devastating. Um, so we've covered, you know, making sure you're clear about communication expectations. Make sure that you are t- taking time and scheduling dates when you can't see each other. Uh My husband and I actually would schedule dates of all kinds, including naughty ones. Um, when we couldn't see each other for several weeks, we would, you know... um all right, when the kids go to bed tonight, probably around 30, 10 o'clock, I'm going to put something sexy on and we'll jump on a Zoom call or uh, FaceTime or whatever. And we would have a sexy date. Um, We would also have just a dinner date, right? Where sometimes he would be on a video call at my dinner table with me and the kids. So make sure that you're kind of just first communicating what you both want that to look like. Now, you and your partner may not want to have sexy time video dates. Um, you and your partner may not want to have, uh, you know, like day to day dinner dates where the house is a little chaotic, uh, especially if you are either of you are single parents. And, and, but maybe they really want that. I would love to be a part of that. Um, I also enc- encourage you not to hide the things that you fear they will learn about you. Now, this is for dating in general, but it definitely still applies to long distance. So, years ago, uh I would hurry and clean everything immaculately before whoever I was dating long distance would come to town. And they got in this notion that I was a good housekeeper because they only ever saw my house clean. Well, one of them led to us being engaged, and they quickly learned while we lived together that I was not a good housekeeper. And that created a lot of fights. And had this gentleman known up front that I was not a very good housekeeper, uh, we probably wouldn't have been together. So be honest and authentic, right? Tell them the things that would make them run up front. And I say that because it's gonna weed out the trash. <laughs> I know that sounds so bad, but I'm being real. Um, and this is, this is true for just, you know, like your generic connections and and maybe not like day one or moment one. Um, not, you're not in the first like five text messages or, or, uh, coffee meets bagel messages or whatever you're on, but definitely have those conversations of, well, here's my crap, right? Um, make sure there's a connection and get to talking first before you do that. But uh, if you start to find yourself really interested, I would, I would give them the crap conversation. Um, here's all my crap that I'm ashamed of, embarrassed about, doesn't, don't want anybody to know. And if you still like me at knowing all my crap, then great. We can move on. If you don't share these things, here's what's going to happen is you're going to keep waiting for the right moment for them to learn about this or keep trying to be somebody you're not to hide it. And it's eventually going to come out in the wash and it could destroy a really good relationship that you've built. So I'd rather you guys just put all the building materials out on the floor all at once and and go from there. Uh, and I've seen that work really well. I did that personally. It's worked great. My husband and I both before we even knew we were going to date each other, actually shared all of our junk, all of our garbage, all of our baggage and it's still turned into a really beautiful marriage. So, so share, share the gunk, share the garbage, share the shit. You want to do that. Um, don't hide it because it will come out eventually and you don't want to do that. You don't want to waste your time. You don't want to waste theirs. That's no fun. So clear communication expectations, uh, you know, following through with what you say you're going to do. And if not giving a fair heads up of time, why you can't make the scheduled date. Uh, whether it's a phone date or a video date or whatever. Schedule those dates. Definitely do everything you can to see each other in person as often as possible. I think my husband and I, we did every other weekend as much as we could, um, right? Being eight hours apart with busy uh, career schedules. We did what we could, but I think it was every other weekend or at least once a month we saw each other, sometimes with my kids, sometimes without the kids. Um, sometimes I was in Idaho. Sometimes he was in Utah. Sometimes we both met in the middle um, in Northern Utah. We just made it work out. And it's so possible. And I, I see so many people throw away a good thing because of the work that it might be. But let me tell you, As much as some of that sucked back then, um, that didn't seem near as hard as all the lonely nights I spent, you know, being single. That didn't, in in hindsight, that was nothing. It was such a short blip of my life, um, to have the amazing relationship and marriage that we do now. Uh, I would do it again. I would do it. Twice as long if I needed to. I would drive twice the distance if I needed to. Um, long distance relationships absolutely can work out. And, and yes, you, you do need to learn to, to trust your partner and, and, you know, let them learn to trust you. And that can be a whole other conversation about trust. But I would say my biggest things are like, I'm gonna, I'm harping on it. So it'll stick guys. Have the hard conversation about. Communication, right? And, and it shouldn't be a hard conversation at all, but I'm assuming some of my listeners are going to think it is a hard conversation. You know, I, I actually have this conversation still today with my husband when he's going out of town. Hey, when can I expect to be able to chat with you? Um, I ask him that, right? And, and I usually ask him this before he even leaves for the trip when he's packing. I'll say, all right, what's a, what's a reasonable expectation for our communication this week or these next couple of days so my husband travels for work pretty pretty regularly and i want to know right when can i talk to you when should i plan to hear from you um you know sometimes he's several hours uh different time zones and i do not want him calling me at 4 30 in the morning when he's getting up right so sorry baby I don't want you to wake me up or you know what? I really miss you. Wake me up. Um, and that's usually after he's been gone a day or two that I'm okay with the four 30 in the morning call, but communicate those things, right? Communicate what's okay. Or if you guys kind of learn each other's schedules and when, you know, it's appropriate, you know, you, you don't want to surprise call him or her in the middle of their executive meeting. That's probably not going to go well. Um, but if you know, right, that they have this hour or two window open that you could surprise call them and they like surprise calls, right? Have that conversation. Is it okay if I just randomly call you, um, let each other know what you want, you know, communicate about those expectations. It is so important. And then when you do get to communicate, right, like have real conversations, make it fun. If you're not finding, a natural flowing conversation, you can always find conversation material or, um, prompts online. There's lots of like 21 question games, and hopefully that will spark up a conversation that goes further. Um, if you're really struggling to communicate though, I'm not sure that's going to be the right relationship because most, every relationship I've seen that, Begins and goes somewhere well, whether it is long distance or in the same town, they communicate really well together, right? They just have this natural flow of communication, could talk for hours like little school girls until midnight. You know what I mean? So, um, but, but talk about real stuff, right? Not just about the weather or whatever and try to keep it light. I, I always say this when you are long distance dating, um, try to keep it more light than heavy. And what I mean by that is, you know, keep it a little bit fun. You can go deep Um, and you can share the dark and the dim and the dreary too, but it is better for both of you, right? With that distance to keep it light and fluffy and a little bit more fun. And then when you're in person and having those, you know, deep vulnerable moments of connection to dig into some of the dreary, dark um, stuff, heavy stuff if you need to. Um, but so there's that, I think I've covered what I feel like are the most important do's in long distance dating. Communicate about expectations, communicate about communication expectations, um, make as many attempts as possible to, like I said, date virtually, right. Via video, via phone call, um, then date in person as much as you can, right? Make those trips, visit each other. If you need to restructure your finances, do that, um, make it happen. And eventually, right. Start to start to create a plan to where you don't have to be long distance dating anymore. Create a plan where, you know, maybe, um, you move wherever your partner is and you relocate there for work or, or you find a whole new career and find a whole new you, uh, who knows? Um, but definitely have those conversations about like a long-term outcome so that you can start planning towards that. I absolutely hate the concept of sport dating. Um, unless you're both wanting that and that's all you want, I feel like one party always gets hurt. So you know, have that also, that's just general dating advice, but always have that kind of like long-term expectation out on the table. I like that a lot of dating websites and apps will ask that, you know, what are you interested in? Um, you know, some people are really afraid to say marriage, but that's really what they want. Um, the, you know, they'll revert to like long-term relationships and some people are like just friends or just sport fucking or whatever. Um, so, I highly encourage you avoid uh, people who just want sport fucking. If you are interested in a long-term relationship that's going to lead to marriage, you're going to get crushed or you're going to get your bed broke, but probably your heart too. So um, yeah, be honest with each other, communicate about what long-term looks like. You don't want to spend, you know, a long time, long distance dating only for you both to be on a completely different page in the book. There it is. You guys have a wonderful day. Thanks for joining me. Can't wait to talk with you next week. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of the Dawning Bliss podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. That helps others find the show and we greatly appreciate it. For more podcasts and personal coaching, please visit us at dawningbliss.com. Thanks again for tuning in and we'll catch you in the next episode.